fighting out of the red corner. A mixed martial artist standing five feet and seven inches tall, weighing in at 115 pounds, holding a record of seven wins and one loss. Fighting out of Charlie's Combat Club in Everett, Washington, Miranda Danger Granger! Yeah! All right, welcome to the podcast. Episode nine? Yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, we have a very special guest today, one of our friends, a UFC fighter, and the eater from Danger Belly. <laughs> <laughs> one of my, oh, yeah. She's one of my training partners and one of Sam's training partners as well. Kind James, of. Out of, sort of, yeah, pretty much. Uh, out of Charlie's Combat Club. So we're going to ask her a few questions about her life as a mixed martial artist. And kind of what it is like from the inside out. Give you guys a kind of a unique perspective on that. So you want to lead us off, Sam? Or Mandy, you want to uh, give us Yeah, do you want to introduce yourself and kind of tell a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Miranda Granger. Uh, Danger Granger. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in Snohomish, Washington. I started doing martial arts when I was like four years old. Played uh, soccer, softball, basketball. All the way through high school, I played basketball and soft, softball in college, just like at a community college, mm-hmm. Bellevue. Um, and then I coached softball for a while, mm-hmm. got really out of shape, and then <laughs> got back into martial arts to try to get nice. back in shape. So, okay. yeah. So that kind of, would you say that, how much would you say that your collegiate, that is collegiate athletics, people say, well, it's just a community college, it's pretty high level in yeah. any sport when you're playing at a community college. Yeah. It's, a lot of those players did well in high school, obviously, yeah. you know. Um, how much would you say that informed on your kind of decision to go to MMA, staying athletic like that? Well, um, originally I was actually supposed to go to Western. I had a scholar, well, like a verbally had a scholarship to right. go play at Western, but then I split my kneecap in half. Mm. And in that whole process of that happening, the coach, the head coach got fired. And so mm. I kind of lost that spot on the team, but I had already said no to everyone else so I was kind of screwed mm. so that's why I ended up going um, actually to Everett Community College okay. playing a softball there for a year and playing basketball there Jeez. and uh, yeah because I was just like I that's was mad lot. so yeah. I was like I'm just gonna do it whatever <laughs> yeah. I want now and um, I did not like Everett so I made the choice to switch to Bellevue the Everett coach actually wouldn't sign my like I don't know, release. Yeah, so I had to redshirt for a year at Bellevue, which was really annoying, but I was like, whatever, I'll do it. Because I I loved Bellevue's program, played at Bellevue, and then ended up coaching at Bellevue after. But yeah, I mean, playing sports in college, it definitely like gave me more of like an insight of how important things are and Mm -hmm. how taking care of your body is. Because it didn't recover the same like you do in high school and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's what I pulled So... When you started training when you were four, that was at Charlie's, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Charlie's been my coach forever. Okay. Yeah. And then, so how, your dad has, like, a history of fighting or something? Yeah, so boxing? my dad is a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo. Okay. So I started in Taekwondo, too. Okay. Yeah, so I used to go and watch my dad until I was mm-hmm. old enough to join. It was called Little Dragons at the time. <laughs> and I was That's like, with Charlie, right? Yeah, That's with Charlie. Charlie. That's I, remember, Charlie. I remember the Little Dragons. Yep, yep. Then. So I was a little dragon, and I was the littlest of the dragons because I think you had to be six, but since <laughs> yeah. I was in there all the time, they had me in there when I was like four. And then I got my black belt when I was 12. And okay. then it kind of started turning from like a Taekwondo gym to like a kickboxing gym, and then from kickboxing to MMA, and then yeah. it just kind of like morphed from there. But by that time, I was already playing like three select sports, three high school mm-hmm. sports, so I just didn't have time to like go back into it. So when you made the transition from coaching at Bellevue to back to Charlie's Combat Club, what was yeah. the goal? Did you set goals? Did you say, I'm going to try to make it, or I'm just going to try this out to stay in shape, or yeah. how did that, how was that? Well, like growing up, we always went to, it was, well, it's now Axe Fights, or whatever, right. the fights mm-hmm. that Charlie puts on. We used to go to those, and I remember thinking, like, I really want to compete in those, and I saw some girls compete, and I was like, I'm better than them. Yeah. You know, I was only, like, 13 years old, so yeah. um, I always knew that was kind of, like, the goal, that I wanted to mm-hmm. at least, like, try to do that, but um, I had let myself get really out of shape, and so it mostly was just to try to, a way to, like, do something competitive 
because I was no longer playing like on a team, so I didn't have mm-hmm. anyone telling me what to do every day. Right. So to be like somehow competitive and also be like told how to get into shape, because I think for me that's just like what motivates me is like someone yeah. Me yeah. telling me Being what to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you trained? Did you? Tra- did, you did you do Taekwondo at Charlie? I did what just did a little bit, just a couple years of Taekwondo uh, with Charlie. I think it started with my like a after school program had a setup with Charlie where they they brought us all in and then I kind of liked it so I asked my mom and she kind of set something up maybe for like six to eight months or something but it was cool and I remember him showing like a standing guillotine choke and I thought that was taekwondo I because yeah. I, I didn't you know I didn't know anything and how old were you just uh like eight eight yeah so it was a little bit later we had us doing like pan I remember he had pancreation had a pancreation class which mm-hmm. if you guys aren't familiar it's like a it actually means all powers. It's from ancient Greece, and it's essentially like submission wrestling. So, if you listen to, if you're good listeners and you listen to our martial arts podcast, <laughs> it's sort of like uh, I, I don't know if there's strikes allowed. There might be some some striking, but it's mostly submission grappling. So he was kind of running one of those classes, and you couldn't really call things fighting back then. It was like a taboo. So Charlie got really lucky with how basically the world Timeline. has accepted, yeah, has yeah. accepted yeah. fighting. Which is really cool. It's a good time to be a fighter. It's the best time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it sounds like your family was kind of always in like the fighting world. Yeah. So is that like a pretty easy transition to be like, oh, uh, I want to fight? Or were they like... Yeah, it was easy kind of- for my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because me and my dad had kind of grown up doing this. Mm-hmm. But I think it was always so far-fetched for my mom. Like she, she heard me like say it a couple times. But I think when it, the realization came like, hey, I'm going to fight... Mm-hmm. Like, I think it started to set in, like, oh, my daughter is going to be locked in a cage yeah. with someone else. And, like, yeah. I think it that started really setting in. And um, her and my sister, my younger sister, had a pretty hard time with it. But then my dad and my brother were, like, They're all like, for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think after my first couple fights, especially since I was pretty successful as an amateur, I think my mom started getting more comfortable mm-hmm. with it. and then, a little bit of relief. Right. And then the more that I was doing it, my mom started almost like studying it, but she was watching mm-hmm. a lot of fights, like That's immersing cool. herself really more cool. in it. So now like, you know, she knows... Oh, this person's gonna, you know, they could switch to a triangle here. So, right. Something like, you know, yes. so yeah. small that makes no sense to someone yeah. who doesn't know yeah. anything That's about really it. Cool. That's really cool. Now yeah. she's starting to see, like, that type of stuff. Yeah. And I think my whole family kind of got on board with that. That's really the way, to, if you're yeah. scared of something, that really, if you start to understand it more, nine times out of ten, it really becomes less scary. Yeah. Yeah. Know? It's not just like me. I mean, of course, it's fun to punch someone in the face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not just me going in there like, I want to get in a fight. Like I want to get punched in the face. Yeah. You know, and all that stuff. Like you have to hype yourself up. But yeah. there's like so much more to. Fighting I think that than... that's what like most people think fighting is. Yeah. Like I have a friend's mom, and she's just like horrified about it. And I'm yeah. like trying to tell her, like, no, it's like their art, and they're putting on a performance. Yeah. Kind of thing. She's trying to like have us explain it to her, and you know, because she just can't. She like knows us, and then yeah. she sees it on TV, and she can't yeah. make the. She's like, yeah. wasn't Brandon smart? Like, he's really smart. Then why is he doing that? I don't like it. That's not like that. But um, if you are listening to this and you think like that, go and listen to our intro because intro to martial arts. Because you know, I've noticed kind of, less. Kind of I have noticed less of that in the last ten years, though. That's yeah. becoming increasingly less frequent. I guess um, it's like the most up and coming sport yeah. in the U.S. right now, which yeah. is cool. That is really cool. Uh, let's see. We have some questions. How about I got one? Can I go? Uh, sure. Okay. What is it like being female in a ninety percent male sport, spectator and you know athlete? How is that like difficult? How is that? know positive what's that been like yeah I think for me um things that are most difficult are finding like good training partners yeah one because there's a lot of girls that you can't trust Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know there's like there is like an ego thing that goes and there's like an alpha thing that happens and Mm -hmm. just naturally girl or guy I feel like if you get two people that don't know each other that both think that they're the alpha, yeah. it's going to not really end great. I had weird, like... Yeah. I always feel uncomfortable training with girls um, or women. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. It, it Maybe it's no, because that, it's like that way. weird, like, underlying competition thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, no matter what, I just feel like you kind of, like, just weird. get compared, get <laughs> yeah. compared to them. And um, 
I don't know. I mean, you know, Charlie's gym. It's mostly guys. Like all mm-hmm. our fight team is mostly guys. We have yeah. some girls now that, um, luckily, like we've all been around and I've been around enough that I'm comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Um, but it's almost like now they're like not a threat. If it's there's like a there, there's yeah. a level of like a threat, it almost just becomes like too ultra competitive. Yeah, I think yeah. that that stems from two females knowing that there isn't you can't there's no asterisk when when Sam grapples someone who's bigger and stronger. Then if she taps them, it's like, well, did, was right. there any part of yeah. that where that was given to me? Or vice versa, did I lose that because this guy smashed past and yeah. used an impossible pressure? Yeah. But no matter the size or age difference, well, within reason, right. the, the female-to-female competition is true. And so I think that yeah. that might be kind of where it stems. That's, where yeah, that's something that, All like, of a sudden the game is real. Right. <laughs> Do I'm your martial arts work. Grappling, if I lose and I'm grappling another woman... It like hurts more yes. when a guy <laughs> taps me because I'm like, oh, right. he's bigger or whatever. Yeah. But you can't really make an excuse. Yeah. And they just like, you know, you guys are both going, not like 100% if you're just like trying to go lightly yeah. or whatever, right. but you guys are both trying to yeah. like. It's not necessarily a negative thing. I mean, I haven't really experienced No, it. it's, it's just not, a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. it's just that, that trust thing for me is really yeah. hard because it's like, okay, how much is this person willing to go through to, mm-hmm. to beat me? Especially if you don't know. And, yeah, yeah, so it's like, I I can go in with the mindset like okay we're gonna do technical rounds and then maybe like I get a good shot and then all of a sudden it starts escalating right. and I'm like okay like they get mad or yeah something. and it, and and so that's where I like, think that trust yeah. being a girl and I don't know if that yeah happens oh with that, that's too, oh, but it's for just, sure yeah, yeah but it's just that's what I've noticed yeah. is finding good true training trustworthy partners. training partners yeah. that's been very very hard yeah. for me yeah but um, I also do think that like. As far as, like, the way that I've been able to climb the ladder, I think there's a lot more doors that are opening for women right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, the competition level, like, with guys, I think that they're some of the best fighters in the world are still amateurs and might not ever make it to that next level. Mm-hmm. But with girls, I feel like there's, like, there's some strong divides. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, you beat this, you like, almost like a video game. You get to this level, and then you level up, and then you beat that level, and you yeah. level up. And I just feel like... Once you kind of reach the top of that level, then you're kind of stuck unless yeah. there's somewhere else to go. Right. And with yeah. the UFC, I think it's so open, and I'm competing with some of the best athletes in the world, and I, I really truly feel like this is where I belong. Yeah, so yeah. Just oh, yeah, excited. for sure. Yeah. And a lot of the lady fights, I don't know if it like, should call lady fights, but <laughs> that we watch, like, I very rarely see a fight with women that is boring. Yeah. yeah. It's always like, very intense and good. Yeah. But I think I've seen like maybe two. Um, with guys you see that all the time. Yeah. And so I'm really wondering if it's like because they're trying to come up in a sport where they weren't like originally allowed in mm-hmm. or if it's what like what I, it is exactly. I bet there's a little bit where that might be that is fighting in a cage is farther away from what America defines as the typical female behavior, that it's so much farther away that that it is literally harder for a female to get in there and do that, Mm -hmm. so they know when they get in there, it's got to be a fight. It must be. It's still kind of taboo, I think. Yeah, it's awesome. I think that it's one of the most, uh, you know, it's very feminist, I think. When I think about the UFC, when I think about MMA on a grand, you know, on ESPN, when two females are headlining a card and it draws a massive paper, and it's one of the best fights of the year. It's amazing. Yes. It's I, awesome. think that's, it's, I think that's. I think that's going to win the year that you yeah. go on. A, oh, yeah, that, was, that, that was oh one. Of, that was. It's so. not the best fight I've ever seen yes. in the top it was three. Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible. Yeah. I was absolutely in awe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and to see things like that, it's really cool. And and I think we're lucky in that just the nature of MMA. The female component is 100% as entertaining as the male component, where it's yeah. just not the case in things like like basketball. Soccer is, volleyball it is, There's, but there are some sports where you're not going to see a slam dunk. You're not going to see an alley-oop. You're just not going to see the same, like, the same things. Right, exactly. Male and female. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tennis, it's this pretty much the same, but there are sports where where you're it's not it's not exactly the same. Yeah. Where as yeah. MMA, we're lucky that it is. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So. so do you? I know, like now we're being in the UFC. Um, do you feel any like pressure on like what you're posting like on social media as a female fighter? Because I feel like I see a yeah, lot of fame. female fighters that? who are like 
like Jake was talking about one time that he felt like they kind of needed to like sell their like bodies or something yeah. to all these yeah. like I don't know it makes me so I've mad seen a lot of that. Yeah. Guys. it's hard to see yeah they it's just funny yeah. it's funny to me because my whole thing when I when I was like trying to get in the UFC and when I want when now I'm in the mm-hmm. UFC is I didn't want to change who I am yeah. and like for me like I might post a picture of myself like in a sports bra doing a workout mm-hmm. and to me like that that is like what I want my followers right. to see me right. as and. I just, like, I can't imagine really doing some of the stuff mm-hmm. that, like, some of the girls do on social media, but at the same time, like, you know, they're they're just hustling, too, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. So, it's like, exactly. yeah, yeah, so, like, I'm not judging them, yeah, I, and, sure. and they yeah. can do whatever they want to do, but, like, yeah. um, just a perfect example is, like, Hannah Goldie, the girl that I fought, mm-hmm. uh, this is just stupid, but, like, uh, I beat her, obviously, mm-hmm. and I fought since then, mm-hmm. and I have, like, around 9,000 followers, and we had, like, the same when we started fighting, and she posts, like, you know, her, whatever she posts, yeah. and she's got, like, 35,000 followers yeah. now, mm-hmm. so it's, like, yeah. and she hasn't even fought yeah. since yeah. then, and you know what I mean, so it's, like, it's, yeah. I feel like social media has, like, made this whole, like, you kind of have to portray yourself a certain yeah. way in order to, like, And that's rise, what, like, but, that's what makes me, like, disgusted and mad, because I feel yeah. like a lot of those followers are probably, like, Men who are watching yeah. fights who are like, ooh, it's sexy or whatever, yeah. and like, it's not the yeah. point. But it's that's not just, that right. Yeah, but you can't you can't get too caught up in that. I, 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 I know, I know, but like, I we had kind of had the conversation. We're like, I don't think Miranda would fall into that because you seem right. like you. But yeah, you know what? Here's stay what pretty say. true to yourself. If that's what exactly that's what it is. Is if 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 that's what Hannah Goldie wants to do. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying yeah, it's a bad thing. Hundred like, percent. I'm definitely you know. for nudies. Fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> no, and like yeah. I'm, I like like I said, I think everyone's just hustling, doing yeah. whatever they need to do. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily for me, right. but at the same time, like, who am I to judge if that's if that's mm-hmm. how they want? I want my legacy to be remembered based off of who I was and how I fought, right. and yeah. and if that's how they want to be remembered there or how be portrayed, then yep. that's their. Exactly. I mean, that's their own thing. Yeah. So that's what I wouldn't want to see is if someone felt pressured into doing that, didn't want to do it, did yeah. it, and then succeeded, yeah. felt like they lost themselves. Right. That's yes. kind of what that's, I would try to. Yeah, you know. that's yeah. kind of what I was yeah. originally bringing up. Yeah. Um, I so, wonder if like any. Um, People like that their sponsorships kind of pressure them into yeah, that. Do you think? Sure yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I've had a few sponsors, but like, I don't know. Like, I was I was sponsored by Bodybuilding.com for a little while, mm-hmm. and like, they wanted me to do, do a photo shoot, but the only thing that they asked is that I would be like in a sports bra, and mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, that's fine. That's yeah. pretty much what I got. That's what you got anyway. So, right, right. Um, but it was never like pressure, and and it was totally like my option, like yeah. optional and all yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think. Maybe some sponsors might might do mm-hmm. that, but I I haven't had any run into yeah, that. So. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right, let's see. So you now that you're in on the big biggest show in the world, are you? What's your, your plans all the way up to the top? Kill the world? I mean, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's like I feel like the the top ten of the strawweight division. There's just a bunch of sharks. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, you win. A, if I win a couple a couple fights, I think I could in throw there. myself into the oh, mix. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Especially top twenty, I think there's a lot of girls that I see myself matching up and doing really well yeah. against. Um, yeah, but I just want a couple more fights. I really like the fight that I'm that I have coming up. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good building fight. I think it's a good fight that I'll be able to show who I actually am because mm-hmm. I took my last two fights on such short notice. Yeah. I did not feel like myself in the cage at all, and I I regret taking those. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't because I feel like I learned a lot. But yeah, um, when we started yeah. fighting again, we're like. Oh my god, because all the fights have been like so late notice. I'm like, yeah. I hope this is a late notice fight yeah, again. I know. But I was really like relieved when I saw it was in August. Yeah. Um, can you talk about your first ever fight? Um, yeah. And like what that experience was like <laughs> for you? Like Brandon, Brandon kind of talked yeah. about his in one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a surreal feeling. I just, I, this is like a stupid thing that just sticks out in my head all the time. Um, Chris Garcia was there at the gym and he was kind of my main coach at that time. And he told me like, okay, like we put in a solid year of work. If you want to fight, like let's fight. And he told me how to fight and, um, it was on Axe or something. And I had like six weeks. So I was like, okay. And I just, everything you hear about fighting, you know, you have to cut weight, all this stuff. And I was like 135 and I was fighting at 125. And I remember I got in my car. I was 
stupid. I got in my car and I turned the heat up all the way, and it was like a hot day. Brandy and I'm like, I gotta get used to this. <laughs> I mean, really, it took like it didn't take anything at all to get like the ten yeah. pounds mm-hmm. off because you don't realize ten Especially pounds is actually feet. not a lot. Especially yeah. the first fight, exactly, realize, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I just cleaned up my diet and yeah, I didn't even have so, to cut weight. But yeah. it was just funny because I just remember that little thing and. Um, just moments of absolute like terror running yeah. through your veins. Like I'll wake up at <laughs> three in the morning and it just like your whole body is like yeah. heightened and awake. And, yeah, yeah. So um, stepping out for that that first fight, I just remember that like roller coaster of like, why am I doing this? Yeah, it's cool that I'm doing this, but I, this really sucks. Like it was just like this whole yeah. crazy adrenaline rush, but it was. One of the greatest moments of my life is getting out there for the first time. Were you like, did you feel like immediately hooked? Yeah. Yeah. And every single endorphin was heightened and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, there's nothing like this. Like I've done a lot of things and there's (laughs) nothing like this. uh, Yeah. That's so so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. People ask me if I'm going to fight and I'm like, if I get really good at either grappling or kickboxing, (laughs) I'm just like focusing all my attention on grappling right now because I'm not as much into kickboxing. But you're know. decent kickboxer though. I know, but I just like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm kickbox. Game. You're good. I, <laughs> you're actually really good. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm like a competition lady. Yeah. I did a grappling yeah. tournament. It was like I don't know. It was really stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I should probably do another one before I get my blue belt. Well, like Caden, my husband, mm-hmm. um, he did his first fight, and then when he came back, he was like, "That was terrifying. You I don't know like if it. I ever want to do it." And, yeah. and I'm like, "What?" Like, <laughs> for me, I'm like, "I want to fight again right now. Like, yeah, let's go!" Yeah, yeah. And uh, he ended up fighting again. But yeah. um, he's an incredible kickboxer. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, good. he's it's mm-hmm. actually frustrating how good he is mm-hmm. because he just wants to go. Some people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right, and some people are like. That. that Matt uh, Hughes had a, a tw- I think a twin brother who would have been just as good as him yeah. and fought one time, absolutely destroyed somebody. Yeah, and was like, I think I'm done with that. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of Caden. I so think like, something right. that's telling about like last night we had this ping pong tournament, and the first. Uh, match I had, I like was beating this grown ass man, and I was feeling like bad about it. It was almost <laughs> like you like should I let him catch up to me? Like, <laughs> like no at the beginning, it was like that. six yeah. points up, and I felt bad. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> like he's you a grown those, man. You get those thoughts but, out um, of your head. Yeah, so I don't know if I can be like engaged because I, I don't know. I yeah. don't want to like make someone sad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it would be for you then. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Or right, you want to go? Uh, sure. You can so go. you coached at Bellevue, mm-hmm. um, and I really some, the coaching was something that I really really enjoyed. And I know you've done some coaching at Charlie. I'm not sure if you're still doing that. Have you ever thought about way in the future, kind of falling into a coaching position or kind of having your own team or gym or... Yeah, I mean, I, I've told Charlie before, when I retire, I want to, like, start coaching. I want to take kind of over the girls' team and really mm-hmm. just, like, get involved with that. I mean, I already feel like I have kind of taken that role a little mm-hmm. bit. It's hard to fully invest my time because I'm also, right. like, you know, fighting's a selfish sport. So no, I'm more invested in myself than everyone else right now. Yeah. But um, we, I definitely want to, like have it be more of an open thing where like we have a like a real girls team that one day maybe I can I can help run and coach yeah, and, yeah. um yeah. I don't you know like always just, in the corners and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you really guys cool. have a good like bond yeah I just That's really cool. like being a part of it and like to me I mean the team's success is just as important as my success mm-hmm. because you know the more successful we are the more successful I'm going to be yeah. and the and better the partners I'm going to have to be yeah so notoriety um, all that stuff yeah. exactly exactly but I think I'll always probably be at C3 just cuz it's like my home I mean yeah. I've been there since I was a little kid so yeah. um yeah. I can't really see myself going anywhere else yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, that's definitely something I, you want to do. I sometimes I liked coaching wrestling. I think more than I liked wrestling. Really, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had some really cool experiences, and I didn't know it was even. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, you know, I kind of thought I'd shown you know I show kids a couple moves and stuff. But when I was there for you know weeks, yeah. you know, running and good, trying to get kids to place at state and seeing them go through that same competition yeah. pre-zen yeah. stuff. I was like, this is awesome. This it is gives really you that cool. same high. It does. Yeah. It does. Without any of the risk. When right. they lose, I'm like, hey, I'm the next kid. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it totally changed your mental health Like before you started coaching. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you start coaching, you're immediately like super 
like happy yeah. all the time. Yeah. It helps you break down stuff too. Like, okay, well, why do I need to get into this position or why am I telling her to get into this position? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of helps like, your own game. Oh, yeah. So then I felt like sure. I started breaking stuff down oh, in my yeah. own game and oh, like, yeah. oh, this doesn't work or mm-hmm. this is working or this is why it only works for me, yeah. you know, and it might not work for so and so. And then sometimes the white belt or the high school wrestler will do, well, what about this? And, 80 to 90% of the time, it's like, yeah. n- no, not that because yeah. of this. But sometimes I'm like, yes. what about that? <laughs> yeah. And then there is, they're on, you know, on very rare occasion, but sometimes those are really valuable movesets. Is I've actually learned a couple of weird little tricks and stuff from, yeah. from the student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just didn't go like that pathway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what has like weight cutting been like? Have you had, have you kind of learned? From the beginning, or yeah. do you feel like you've changed anything? Has it always been? Consistent? Yeah, I've definitely changed. I've definitely changed a lot. So when I first started fighting, I fought at 125, um, walked about 135, and that was for my first few fights. That's what I did. And then I took a couple fights, even at like 130, 135. As an amateur, you're just like, well, I'll fight whoever, I'll fight whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was doing. Um, towards the end of my amateur career, I it was really easy for me to make 125. Uh, I pretty much never even cut any water I just Mm -hmm. changed my diet up for like six weeks and I was good to go so I was like I want to at least try to cut to 115 just because my body I mean I'm 5'7 and I thought well I'd be I'd be have a huge advantage yeah Yeah. so um I did my first cut to 115 and I literally like just went crazy and I like was only eating like 800 calories a day for 10 weeks was that for an amateur fight or for amateur fight yeah Yeah. and so I was I made weight (laughs) I literally I think I actually weighed the day of weigh-ins I was 113 pounds wow and um yeah because I was like drinking water before we got on the scale which does not happen anymore so (laughs) I don't know I just like went I went so far the other way that I was like I need to do this, this, and this, and uh, I lost all my muscle. I looked so skinny. I looked, like, sickly. It was mm-hmm. not good, and then I was only able to put on, like, five more, but, like, within 24 hours, so Jeez. I was, like, oh, only yeah. at, like, 120 fighting, and That's none crazy. of my clothes fit me. It was, like, yeah. it was really bad, so um, the next time I started incorporating a little bit more food, and then I was, like, okay, I'm going to cut. I know I can cut water, so mm-hmm. um, I did, like, a couple practice of how much water I could actually mm-hmm. cut. Um, and then I started getting it down to a system. I feel like I just honestly, like this last couple times, started get di- getting Narrowed it dialed it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I went to the um, the UFCPI. Mm-hmm. They do like a full body composition, and they kind of tell you like what your body burns best and all mm-hmm. that cool. stuff. So now I'm in. Cor- I used to do strictly low carb, and now I'm eating like oatmeal in the morning, and like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like I'm I have way more yeah. fruit in my diet, yeah. and I just I feel so much better. My training is so much better. My weight is coming off faster than ever, really? and so I'm able to eat so much more. Yeah. And you know, I I only cut I only end up cutting like four to six pounds of water, and mm-hmm. then that's just right before I. So you get feel on the like scale. the information they gave you was pretty accurate. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, and yeah. I feel really. good I was about listening it. to uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast. He had Sugar Sean on there. Yeah, and he was saying the same exact thing. He said once that they did that at the UFCPI, he's like, mm-hmm. I've never felt better training. Yeah, and I and I really is, never. That's have. so cool. I didn't even know yeah. they could do that until I think you were messaging me that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So it's only going to get better too. It's going. It's the next ten years. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's absolutely insane. I mean, they they gave me supplements that like just for my body type, for what I need, for mm-hmm. the weight that I'm going down to. Like, here's what you should yeah. eat. Here, 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 here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's. It's really absolutely cool. insane, and um, I'm eating more than ever, and I'm losing weight faster than ever, mm-hmm. and I feel better, and I feel like my muscle composition is, like, way better. Like, yeah. I'm not just cutting down and losing all my muscle. And, like, mm-hmm. That's what sucked about my last fight is I had to cut so quickly. I felt like I just lost all my muscle. Yeah. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. I felt so weak in that yeah. in there, so um, just feel way better now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that also makes me feel, like, more relieved because we're just... The weight cutting is disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disturbing to me in all capacities. Yeah. Really. I, mm-hmm. I despise weight cutting. But know. I guess it doesn't make you feel a little bit better knowing that they're dialing it in a little bit? Yeah, for sure. But I just wish it wasn't really a part of it, you know? Yeah. It's sucky. But that's a topic for another time. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of rolls in. So, like... Um, have you ever thought about like how much how much of your thoughts go into like CTE or you've had you know some health complications mm-hmm. uh, you know getting knocked out or any uh, how much do you think about that 
yeah. when you're in it as or when you're out of fight camp or how, how much does that kind of swirl around? So I feel like I've gotten in a fight. I think I've gotten one true concussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was after um, the Jamie Thornton fight in uh, Snoqualmie. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Is that where you were in a guillotine at one point? Yeah. 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 Well, so that training camp leading up to that, I had gotten a concussion. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Right at the beginning of camp. So I didn't spar or anything for that whole fight camp. I was training in the back room, like in a dark back room with like sunglasses on, because you know the fluorescent <laughs> lights at the gym. Just... Yeah, yeah. So, jeez, the fight camp was terrible, and then the very first punch of the fight was just this huge overhand right, God. and I remember I was just like, oh, "Okay, this is like, <laughs> this is not good." Yeah. And then the second round starts, and she does like a judo throw and slams me right oh on my, my head. <laughs> Oh my, so I was like, okay, like I need to win this fight because in the between rounds I was like, I could barely stand and I don't know if it was like brain trauma or just like taking, all she was throwing were as hard as she could overhand rights. And I was like like, so out of it that I was just like, kept walking forward, taking them, walking forward, taking them. And so I ended up finishing it in the second round and still had adrenaline, everything was great, but I was like, Charlie, we need to get the back room right now because I was just like not feeling good. Mm -hmm. Win the back room started like dry heaving turned all the lights off like oh it was one of the worst experiences of my entire it was like a hangover times 10 yeah. mixed with like they kind of feel just, like a hangover yeah actually, a little bit. how how yeah. long were your effects from that um well so we went to luckily we went on like a vacation a little mm-hmm. while after so we went on a vacation like four days after going to hawaii so i was just like we got on the plane we flew and i didn't really do anything when i was in i just like chilled on the beach laid down yeah, you know what I mean like so I just like to do for that yeah. yeah so at least I got like a two week just like complete downtime um where I wasn't thinking like I need to be working out I need to right. be running even though I have this concussion I need because even like during my fight camp I was like I need to get in shape I have a right. fight yeah. yeah so um I think that was really nice and then uh since since then I haven't really had anything happen that's been like traumatic that like, yeah. stands out to me you know minor injuries here and there but as far as like head damage I think that was yeah, yeah. and yeah. I definitely took a long break from any type of trauma yeah. that could yeah, possibly that's, happen that's, yeah. that's like the most that's the scariest it thing is, it I is, got yeah. a concussion like probably two years ago probably yep two years in two October years um, from Austin Arnett do you know yeah um, hit her with the lead three. yeah I don't know like it was only like my third <laughs> time sparring oh no but, but they, she looks well, yeah, she can yeah. hit hard, and she and can. Also, like, yeah, I mean, I watch fighting all the time, right, right. Um, and they've been they see me all the time at grappling class. They see me hitting pads. So you're like just, a regular face. Yeah, like yeah, they know right. me, and I think my mannerisms. I watch Brandon all the time. This are like pretty kinda, fighty, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I think they thought I was better than I was, and it was only like my third time sparring, and so they fucking came after me. <laughs> yeah, like, they hit me so hard. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, I it was weird because afterwards I just felt like really emotional. Mm-hmm. I was like really overwhelmed. Um, I remember talking to Brandon and being like, I feel like I'm like stoned or something. I'm like really like, yeah, yeah. weird. Like I remembered everything. I didn't puke or anything, but it was just like weird. I felt weird. And then the next day at work, I was serving and I brought the wrong food. To like four different tables. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, there's there so many people. Um, but I had headaches for like three months for after three that. Three months. That's insane. Yeah. And I looked it up, and there's a syndrome, it's much more common in females than males, called post concussive syndrome. Mm-hmm. From, I don't have to lose consciousness, it could be a minor. A minor head trauma or you know minor concussion or what would yeah. look, look from the outside to be minor and you can have prolonged like up to three months and yeah. i get headaches months. like very often now yeah so maybe they're just super dumb <laughs> yeah. yeah mine mine went away pretty much after the two weeks i kind of mm-hmm. had little side effects here and there for about a month i'd say mm-hmm. but yeah. um after yeah. that i started feeling yeah feeling a lot better but i didn't spar for a while i don't yeah. think i even sparred for like two or three months after just to like yeah, give myself good. and I wasn't really like resting either like I was in the middle of like midterms and I was studying a bunch yeah, yeah. and like, writing papers and so and working mm-hmm. um so. I had you on the bike. There's some some new evidence that they used to say, don't do anything, don't think about anything, mm-hmm. but actually pumping blood, mm-hmm. lo and behold, uh, if, as long as you're not jostling, it actually helps it. Yeah. Your, your, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to the gym and like yeah. doing stuff. the bike. Yeah. 
So how does like so speaking of sparring, how does your how does a standard what's the ideal training camp? How long? Mm-hmm. What activities? Kind of weight to cut. Yeah. Sort of, how does that work? So uh, I usually start my camp like ten weeks out, and um, I like to be walking around at like one thirty-five. It's very easy for my body to go up to like one forty. So mm-hmm. like. I like a 10-week camp just in case my weight has gone up that I have, like, time to, like, actually, right. like, reel it back in. Um, I kind of changed my diet outside of camp, which has helped me stay down more at, like, mm. 135, yeah. so that's been nice. But, yeah, so um, I lose weight super gradually. Uh, I like to lose, like, about a pound a week. Yeah. And then um, the last the last couple weeks, you know, I'll, I'll start losing more just because... I'm, you know, eating less, eating less sodium, water loading, that whole thing. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I spar three times a week, three times a week, lots of cardio. Um, the UFC, <clears throat> they hooked me up with, like, a lifting coach from the PI. Cool. Mm-hmm. So he sent me on my phone. I have an app that has personal workouts for me. And okay. I do those. Like, like a da- daily thing or something. Like three, it's like three days a week, three or four days okay. a week, depending on whatever he sends me. And then I just go through the workout. It's like a full warm-up full body workout nice. um, and then it just kind of like elevates with my camp as it elevates and mm-hmm. then as my camp's you know de-escalating it kind of de-escalates gotcha. so um, it's really cool and yeah. so do you do the sparring three days and then the lifting is like a different three days or the same day yeah so like Monday we have like a um, it's like amateur fighters training mm-hmm. so it's only like an hour but I'll do a lift that day too because the hour's pretty easy for me and I'll usually mm-hmm. do like a run or something on that day I'll do a long run, drilling, high cardio on Tuesday, um, no lift, and then Wednesday, actually I do a lift on Tuesday too, and then Wednesday is their two hour fighters training, so it's like okay. super, I mean that's like the day that so, I don't do anything but day. fighters training, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like an hour of cardio, hour of sparring, yeah. um, and then I'll do a lift on Thursday, just drilling on Thursday, usually I'll maybe go for like a really long light run, mm-hmm. and then just drilling in my lift on Thursday. Friday, fighters training, usually with some high-intensity cardio. And then Saturday, I'll have a lift and just, like, light technical, Mm -hmm. um, like, positional rounds. So, like, he'll be like, take, you know, take the back. Kind of like that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 And then then Sunday, I do nothing. Absolutely nothing on Sunday. That's when, like, I was training for that grappling tournament, which I know is, like, nothing compared to training for a fight. But I was grappling every single day for, like, two months. And I remember just, like coming home sometimes like very emotionally drained and physically yeah. drained and like crying in the shower and then being like <laughs> no, it's true. I don't want to go to grappling tomorrow and Brandon's like you have to go you have a tournament and I'm like I, and I decided to take like two days off and it was like the best thing I could have done I got back into the gym and I felt like way stronger and yeah, just like and more like, emotionally there, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was rough so I feel like it's really important to like have those days it. off yep yeah. yeah so Sundays become my like do absolutely nothing day yeah. we'll go like sit in the hot tub maybe we'll like go for like if I'm like feeling like I need Vicious. to do something yeah. we'll like go walk the dogs yeah. so it's like you know That's what right. I mean it's just it's very yeah. yeah yeah cool and then are you um so I guess with this coming fight are you like focusing on anything particular are you working on like um, uh, sparring yeah like she's mostly? a southpaw okay so I've yet to fight a southpaw mm-hmm. um, so we're working on you know different footwork and that type mm-hmm. of stuff yeah. um, you different don't have punches. to give us too much yeah. of your game yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean like yeah. it's just a, it's just a different it's going to be a different form of attacks than what I'm used to and you know I'm used to like going away from the right hand and now I'm going right. to have to kind of switch you know so it's just yeah. like there's things and uh, that I'm gonna have to switch and that we've been working on, but I'm I'm actually really excited about it. Some of the stuff that I don't ever really get to do, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. able to do in this fight. So, yeah, um, yeah some cool, cool, some cool stuff. Are you? Have you guys? Because I see Loopy comes down to yeah. do wrestling stuff. Have you? Well, she can't right now because of the whole. Oh, because she looks like she's in Canada. 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 Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, let's see. How about, oh, 
so you had your first loss. Yes. Uh, and I don't know how much you're feeling going yeah, into that. Yeah, it's fine. It's like we do not like to talk about. It. <laughs> uh, I want. So you, what was it like? Did you? And you went all the way out, obviously, in yep. that show. Was it? Did you have like the dream? Like you thought it was a dream type of thing upon re-entry, or how? Did, how? Did... It was like a. Um, I remember waking up, and it was like I woke up out of surgery or something. Yeah. Like because I've had knee surgery and stuff, so mm-hmm. I woke up and I just remember like really bright lights. And I was like, just, it took me like a second because I'm like, what, what is going on? Like, I, you had, like my brain hadn't caught up yet yeah. to my body. And then um, the ref was like standing over me and I like got up and then it all kind of started to like, you know, because then I see like the, the octagon and right. the stuff and then it starts coming back. Yeah. But it was like, it was a very weird, like. I don't know, probably only like two seconds, yeah. but where I just didn't know you don't where have I time. was. It's, it's yeah. outside of the time realm. That stuff is so weird. If yeah. anyone yeah. of you have, uh, people are listening have ever had surgery, it's like that's not like you're asleep. It's very different. There's, you can When you're asleep, you can kind of judge a little bit. Maybe I slept for an hour or something. Yeah. But when you go under for surgery, it can be 10 seconds or 10 years. It's, yeah. it's outside of that. It's really weird. Yeah. We put, uh, one time I choked. Brandon's brother unconscious because yeah. he was like drunk and he was like, if you can't choke me out in five seconds, you're in see shit. <laughs> and so I choked him out. Yeah. He was like, what? And after what? How long was it? Like about one. Yeah. And, uh, woke up. And he was like, where's Liam? <laughs> like we hadn't been with him for like a few hours. Like yeah. About one of his buddies that we that had like left like in <laughs> half an hour ago. It works. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I've never been choked unconscious, but it's interesting. How has that been on, like, the mental... Yeah. Yeah. How did you handle that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, as much as... It was probably, like, the most depressing thing that's ever happened to me, Mm -hmm. especially since I had never lost, even as an amateur. Like, Mm -hmm. I hadn't lost anything. We kind of did the math since uh, 2012 when I played Holy softball. Shit. So, like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, it's been Jeez. a while since I've lost. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was rough. I mean, I was so frustrated because I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't mentally there. Like, I wasn't, um, I was, re- I wasn't, re- I was like, okay, I need to do this. And then the moment had passed. And I'm oh, like, oh, like, what? Okay, now I need to do this. Yeah. And the moment mm-hmm. passed. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I watched the fight back, and my stance is all weird. Mm. Someone told me she was maybe going to be a southpaw, so we, we were like, oh, what? So I had, like, so many voices in my head telling me, like, yeah. things that were going to happen, and I just wasn't myself. And um, I just mentally, like, felt like I wasn't there. And uh, I made this a stupid mistake that, like, I've never even done in the gym. You know what I mean? Like, I've shot for yeah. something that I've never done in my entire life. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it was just out of, like, a desperation or, like, I was so overwhelmed with the fact that I couldn't do what I was wanting my body to do Mm -hmm. um, that I just made a really stupid mistake and obviously it cost me the fight but um, I wanted to fight right away and then I got the blood clots um, Mm -hmm. from the flight to South Korea and uh, I was told that I couldn't do anything for three months and then after the three months happened the quarantine happened so it was just like one thing after another after another but it made me really take a step back and like okay, would it be smart for me to fight right now? Or do I need to, like, deal with what I was dealing with mentally before right. I can get back in there? And yeah. I, I think the time off, like, was really allowed me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, really allowed me to, like, sit back and be like, the last two fights, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I started fighting to win just to try to keep my record and right. keep my, like, this persona about me mm-hmm. rather than fighting because I loved it and yeah. I wanted to have fun. And yeah. um, I don't so think fun. I would have realized that if I would have fought And it's such yeah. a, like, right a mental thing, too. That's kind of how your losses were. Like, you felt like they were very the, mental what errors. What you were describing, that where you're like, do this with your brain, and then it doesn't happen. And you're like, yeah. what? And then literally... My last loss, every 30 seconds, that happened throughout mm-hmm. the fight. And I won the first two rounds absolutely yeah. handily, but it was still happening. I was mm-hmm. winning, but I was like, it's not doing It's not do. I'm not You're doing not what I want to be doing. Right. Yeah. Right. I was sitting on a knee bar at one point, and I'm like, reach for the knee bar, and I reached for it, and it was just like... It, like, it wouldn't work. Yeah, like the, you're like, like a machine so wouldn't It's work. almost it like your so body, strange. your brain's, like, screaming at you yeah. to tell you what to do, but your very, body's just not responding the way weird. you want it to. Yeah, that was the only time it's happened to me, is that is, yeah. my, is my last fight. But, yeah, it was funky. And Joey's yeah. talked about it as well. So it's, and, it, yeah. and it took a mental toll on you, too. Like, I felt like you were very 
reflective after that. Yeah. I really That's think how I that felt too. Yeah. Brandon's first loss was like it was like a bummer and you were like kind of moved forward from it and then your second loss I feel like really changed you even yeah. just as a person and actually like <laughs> I let you humbled you down a little yeah. bit yeah and the I think it can did do that. for me too yeah. Yeah. yeah they really can yeah and I, I mean I started like not to sound like cocky or whatever mm-hmm. but I started holding myself to a higher standard mm-hmm. because I'm like I haven't lost in 17 right. fights That's right. why would you not yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I'm like no one can be me I'm I can go out there and do whatever I want <laughs> right. and um, so yeah I think it definitely humbled yeah. me and I think it definitely like brought me back down to earth and I, if anything I've, I'm now kind of realizing like okay I'm in the UFC because I'm a great athlete, but everyone here mm-hmm. is that. Everyone there yep. here is the me of their area that yep. came and exactly. they're now in the UFC. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to be able to just go in there and you know, oh maybe I you know made a mistake, but I'm definitely going to still win. The, you know, win. Mm-hmm. There's going to be trials and things that I have to like go through now. And um, I don't know. It, it helped. I think yeah. as much mm-hmm. as it sucked, and I hate that it happened. Yeah. I still I'm I'm almost like thankful yeah. for it. And it yeah. and you probably learned a lot about like maybe your game and yep. like what you want to do move like mentally moving yeah. into the next oh, yeah. one yep exactly yeah. so and, and then you didn't get knocked out you know yep. you didn't sustain. it's the best way, it's almost the best way to lose I yeah. guess it, it, yeah. it really is besides like what it looks like from the outside yes really. besides <laughs> besides the split decision I know I'm like I was I was so upset after and I told my mom I was like I wish I would have just gone in there and it would have been like a bloody like just crazy yeah. beat down and yeah. she's like but do you really because like <laughs> you would have had to then say that she actually beat you right, right. and in right. this like you got caught and right. I'm like alright mom that's yeah. a great point I guess it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, all sorts um, of different but yeah so things. what you said about yeah. like going in there to have fun because it is also for you guys listening fighting is so fucking fun yes. it's the funnest thing ever you literally get to show up and use the tools that you've spent years sharpening yep. and see if they work against someone else's game. Yep. You know, and, yep. and, it, and you don't know their game. They don't really know your game. And you really just, it's it's awesome. Uh, so, and I, it reminded me of, apparently, Jorge Masvidal had gone through these you know, big kind of a losing streak. It was falling out of, like, the public eye. And he couldn't figure out what was wrong mentally. And he went on, like, a retreat, some, like, (laughs) mental, spiritual retreat. And he was, like, on this beach walking around trying to, like, really get deep inside. And he just opened his eyes and was like, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) So I just need to go knock people out. And he did. Yeah, and 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 now he's, like, yeah, yeah. doing fantastic. I think think that was the same thing. It's just, it's fun. And you're good at it. Just go be good at it. Yeah. You know? yeah. You try not to get into your head so much. Yeah. That's what... Even grappling, like, Brandon was doing a grappling tournament, and he had lost a match, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Just, like, just do your thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I had to realize that I care so much more than anyone else cares about, like, yeah. my own movie that I'm watching mm-hmm. in my head, you know? So And your record um, and Exactly. Everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the people that love me are still gonna love me the people that you know want to watch want to see me succeed are still you know all those things are still the exact same it's just how much pressure i put on myself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was hard um so can you talk about when you got the call for the ufc and like what that was like for you yeah so uh i had fought a few months earlier and i was actually under the impression that if i won that fight that I was going to get signed Yeah, to I think Brandon told me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what we had heard. And then right after the fight, and I was all emotional, right after I won, I was super... I mean, I won in like 42 seconds, mm-hmm. so I was just yeah. like... Oh. on CFFC. I was like, yes! Like, this is happening. I ran over to Caden, and it's actually on camera, like, I was like, I just got into the UFC, and I like <laughs> kissed him, and then like ran I, I, over. Yeah, I think I saw that, and then yeah. your face just like dropped. Yeah, so then, <laughs> so then we start doing the interview, and... Um, CM Punk starts talking, you know, because he's the commentator right. or whatever. He starts talking, and I'm getting ready for him to say, like, welcome to the UFC. Like, right. That's what I'm getting ready for. And then he said, with this win, you have a spot on Dana White's Contender Series. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like, not that that, and I don't want to throw any shade or anything, right. that that's not, right. like, a great opportunity. But obviously when, like, you're promised, like, this huge ice cream sundae, and then you get, like, a little lollipop. You're yeah. like, what the f-? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, still great, but um, at the same time, it just wasn't what I was expecting, and um, I turned it down. So, I, for me, like, 
I don't know. I had like I had high standards for myself, and mm-hmm. not that that nothing against that show and right, anyone yeah. who goes in it. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And you have like already proven yourself. Right, and that's kind of how I felt mm-hmm. like being seven and zero all or six and zero at the time. All finishes mm-hmm. like. Five in the first round, right. I felt like my credentials spoke higher than For having sure. to go and try to compete again to try to yeah. impress right. someone. And then that, yeah, yeah. so three things. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, I was there live and I thought you handled it on the microphone like super eloquently. It was like perfectly put where you, yeah. you, you showed a little bit like, you know, I think I, that's where I belong, you know, in yeah. the UFC. And then it, but it wasn't. It wasn't too. It was, and I was looking for it too. Like I had already known that. Like if Miranda wins, then she's gonna get into UFC. So I'm like, what? And then, so I was looking for the. We were watching it. Emotion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then um, I think it really did kind of you not folding to that. A lot of fighters would have said. That's the next step. It is a rung up. It's yeah. a smaller rung than I thought, but I'll take it. I don't know if that would have been. Yeah. A, I think that would have been a bad decision. Um, yeah. And I think you kind of showed a lot of fighters that that is an option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can kind of you can bargain a little bit yeah. with what you got. And then uh, the other thing about that, let's say you, there you lose on that show, and it's not the same as losing a regular exactly. old pro fight. It comes with a different connotation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so you've definitely avoided that I thought that was all yeah and so like like I just I feel like I decided to like bet on myself mm-hmm. and like if if it wasn't going to be if the next fight wasn't going to be in the UFC then I would just take another fight and I would right. keep showing them keep showing yeah. them outside that this is what for sure you know you this is what you guys want yeah. and um, like I said I, I do I did feel like I belong there and um, we got a call uh, about a month later to fight uh, Livia Livia Souza, she was in the top ten at that time, Dang. and I and it was like a short notice fight, yeah. so I was like, I need to go on a run. I was still in really good shape because I felt like we might get a call for mm-hmm. something, but I was like, I need to go on a run and like process this because mm-hmm. I'm now not in the UFC, and now you're calling me up to fight someone in the top ten, yeah. like it was, uh, or maybe she was like number eleven, but right. something like that, where it was like <laughs> ridiculous, and she was like seventeen and one or something. Jesus and I was like, Christ. "Oh my gosh!" Okay, I was like, <laughs> "I want to do it, but let me just like, yeah, go through this really quick." So I like, I like went on the fastest four mile run I've ever gone on in my entire life, and I came back, and I was just like, I was like, "Okay, uh, I mean, let's do it. Let's just do it. Whatever, yeah. like." Whatever happens, I'm at least I'm in, like, right. and then like we we can do it. So Charlie's like, okay, let's watch like one of her fights. We'll both confirm that this is what we want to do, mm-hmm. and then we'll take it. So we watched the fight. We sent a message to my manager. We said, let's do it. And in that time, they'd already given the fight away. Mm. So like it was yeah. like Jeez. it was if I wouldn't, have, you know what I mean? They it just kind of like, like sent out the net. Like, oh yeah, right, sure. Right. So, like, so um, and athlete. Brianna Van Buren took the fight. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know who that no. is. She was the she was the Invicta champion at the mm-hmm. time. Okay. So she took it, and I don't know if maybe even if we both took it, if they would have gone with her anyway. Yeah, but um, but anyway, she won that fight. So and I watched it, and I was frustrated because the fight that I watched, I was like, I could have beat that girl. Yeah. Like I could have oh, beat her. Okay. So it was yeah. just well, frustrating. That's a cool little lesson too. To, yeah. Just to see what how yep. it panned out. Yep. But then um, two weeks later, I was in church. And literally, I stepped outside of church, and Charlie calls me, and he's like, I got good news, and I have bad news. And I was like, all right. And he's like, uh, good news is, you're in the UFC. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, bad news is in two weeks. And I was like, oh, no. Um, but it was at 125, yeah. so I didn't have to cut. Oh, I mean, yeah. I really didn't have to cut that much. Those are always the yeah. kind of bittersweet kind of like, yeah. yay, but... Uh. Yeah. So, um, and then I found out I was against Hannah Goldie, who I'd actually been trying to fight for a while, mm-hmm. and yeah. I felt like she... Maybe wasn't ducking me, but kind of ducking me. Yeah. Like just wanted to keep her record so that she could get, you know, up or whatever. But yeah. um, so I was happy to fight her. And then, yeah, it was just super emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost didn't have enough time to process it because it was so quick. I had to get all my medicals done yeah. in that nice. week. Yeah. And then I had to fly over to New York for a week. So it's like I really didn't even get a training yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, it's basically one week yeah. and then you just left. That's just yeah, because yeah. no the whole week was medicals. Basically, yeah. isn't a training yeah. camp. Like and I heard cardio. I listened to your yeah. brain damage. Is that what it's called? Your podcast. Uh, it's called I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and, <laughs> that would have been a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you were saying that you didn't really weren't really able to process it until like after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then after once once I won and like we're there, I was just like. I just I'm that's I just so want a cool. UFC yeah, fight, you know. Yeah, like, that's so sick. It just, was crazy. Even you know. saying it now, like when someone asked me what I do, and I'm yeah. like, 
I kind of feel like douchey. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in the UFC. They're like, oh, you train UFC? I'm like, first of all, that's not even. Right. But no, I'm actually like, you know, like some people are in the NFL. Like I'm in the UFC. Like that's what it is. It's funny. I brag about you all the time, like on all my gyms, and like they know because I always share your stuff on my Facebook. I'm like, oh yeah, like one of our training partners is fighting in the UFC this weekend, and they're like, Miranda Granger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, so we're we're getting you fans everywhere we can. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate Uh, it. So I think we got uh, one more. I want to go into um, so like I've noticed like weird like premonition coincidental things kind of and if you guys listen to our ghost stories podcast it kind of ties into that I actually mentioned we like to get a little mystical out here though when you wrote down in the journal and then finished the fight the exact same way how how much have you noticed that. Uh, how much do you how much do you think about that or leading up almost like a yeah. spiritual aspect of fighting yeah so every fight that I've won I've had a dream about like winning um in my last fight, I had a dream that I lost. So I don't know if that like means anything. I didn't even lose to Amanda, the girl that I was fighting. I actually lost to Hannah Goldie. Yeah. Huh. So like, even though I'd already beat her, right? Weird. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it was weird. I don't know if that. Who knows if that has anything yeah. to do or if yeah. I just remember that. But like, um, I do have these weird like premonitions, and I don't know if because I've like thought it so many times that I like put it out into existence mm-hmm. like with the Amy Montenegro fight yeah. I had such a clear dream like of exactly what was going to happen wrote it down and so I think since I had that like clear image when things started presenting themselves I knew what to do yeah. to make that happen yeah. so um, I think that I have a lot of that and I have a lot of that even with training like I'll have a dream about something and then I'll be like I'm going to try that tomorrow and then all of a sudden it works like mm-hmm. and you're like oh so I don't know if it's like I've just been in the sport for so long. I have so many thoughts and things that go through or that mm-hmm. I see and that I pick up on and that just, like, stick in there. Do they manifest but, um, in other ways than dreams? What do you mean? Like, you should tell your story about that crazy witch lady. <laughs> <laughs> just like It's a great story. <laughs> just, like, weird things. I notice the weirdest things will happen to me when I'm just, like, singular of mind. All I'm thinking about is how to win this fight. Everything mm-hmm. is concentrated around that. Just strange, like one time I was just talking about, I had my eyes closed and I was like pacing around my living room, talking to my dad who was in the room about the fight and uh, what did I say? I think I was like, it's just meant to be. And as I said meant to be, the TV said meant to be, literally blended words and we were both just like, what the fuck? And, uh, you know, that's just, like, one instance. Yeah. Uh, I was walking out from... So we went and had dinner. I had already refueled, so I was just this sitting there fight. waiting. This is fight day. Okay. Uh, I'm crossing. I'm the ice, I'm leaving my family to go to the rules meeting. Yeah. The first time I fought in Boise. And I'm crossing the street, and there's a woman who's obviously homeless. She has, like, like black stuff around her mouth, and she's holding four suitcases, two in each hand. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, can I, can I help you with those? And yeah. I, she gives me one suitcase, and I swear to God, it weighed 70 pounds, like <laughs> 65. It's, it was so heavy. It was yeah. one of them. I don't know if the other ones, how heavy they were, but I was like, I mean, and I'm in fight shape. I'm not, you know, right. And I lug this thing across, and I start telling her, you know, I'm. I'm going there and they have the banners on the right. on the front street fights, you know. I'm like, I'm in that show, that's where I'm heading out, and she's like whips around and she was like, This isn't an accident that we met and I'm like, What what? <laughs> and she's like, When I got here two years ago I stayed with a martial artist and she started going into all this kind of crazy stuff and wished me all this and wished yeah. me all these like good blessings yeah and it was just very very strange i gave her a dollar and i gave her back her suitcase yeah. and went in and i called my dad and i'm like something really 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 weird happened and i think it was a good thing <laughs> it was really weird you know yeah. never anything like I, that you, i feel like during fight camps you I've got multiple calls from you. You're like, something weird happened. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what it is. Yeah. I'll tell you after the fight. And I don't do that yeah. to you. And, I, and maybe it is because you're looking, but I wasn't looking for that old lady. No, but I think, I think when you're so like highly focused on one thing, that other things, anything that has to do with that's related to that, mm-hmm. like sticks out in, yeah. your, in your brain. So yeah. I get like that too, where I'll just like notice little things here and there. I'll be like, whoa, that sounds like it was exa- like exactly meant for me, where you could hear those things every single day. Yeah. And if you're not like, 
hyper-focused on something, maybe you wouldn't yeah, even you wouldn't right. you know, notice it. But, I love that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely have, definitely have some weird, some weird moments. Yeah. 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 It's just getting, uh, kind of just getting into your own head so deep that no one ever normally goes because yeah. you're not yeah. thrust into that position of training yeah. for a fight on national television. Mm-hmm. Brandon gets very cake. distant during his last few weeks. Oops. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, pay attention to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I mean... But Luckily, Kaden probably gets, gets it. it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kaden, having fought for sure. Yeah, Kaden did his first fight at 190, but he did his second fight at 170. Mm-hmm. I think he understands now that he's fought at 170, doing a true terrible weight cut. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to be touched. You don't want to be talked to. If if I come home, I could I could love him more than anything, and everything mm-hmm. about him is perfect. But I hate what happened that day, or mm-hmm. like I'm just in such a dark spot because I'm thinking about my fight and I'm thinking about all of these things that I'm going to do to another human and possibly another human's going to do to me. So it's like, I'm just not even there. Like I I feel like I just shut off and I took so many fights in a row as an amateur that it actually like kind of damaged our relationship. I feel like, so I took, started taking more time off in between fights because I have to get into that spot Mm -hmm. in order to fight. And if I'm not in there, then I feel like I'm not my true self in the cage. But if I'm if I stick with that persona outside of fighting, then, you know, obviously yeah, it, right. it affects it's my strain real on yeah. relationships. Yeah. So. Um, Seems like you yeah. guys are pretty, pretty yeah. strong. Yeah, we definitely have it Power figured couple. out now. <laughs> Try to be. It seems it's like awesome. it anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, brag, brag yeah. but, like, I really, I, I truly think that it's one of the strongest relationships of all my people I know, you know what I mean? Right. So um, he's super supportive, and I think we found a way to, like, balance each other out, yeah, and make it our better. communication has gotten way better. And now if I'm coming home and I don't want to talk, I don't want to say anything, and I'm like, hey, I just need to, like, have some space, like, to just mm-hmm. be upstairs tonight. He totally gets it and doesn't get, like, offended or mm-hmm. take, you know what I mean? So I just think that that open communication and understanding has been yeah. really yeah. good for us. Just Whenever we're talking like, about strong couples, we always mention you too. Thank you. <laughs> it's always learning. You're just learning every day. It's just yeah. like fighting, really. Like yeah. you're right. trying to perfect an art form. Yeah. yeah. The art of being married. Yeah. Uh, the art of being married. <laughs> so, how, so we kind of want to wrap up with like what, besides fighting, what are some of your hobbies uh, or other interests? Uh, probably cooking. I love cooking. I love eating. I really love eating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think after I'm done fighting, I'd love to like have a little food truck or something. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Really cool. We talked about, Caden and I talked about, because Caden loves cooking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we talked about possibly doing like a little food truck where you have like two or three like staple items that are always there mm-hmm. and then like rotating yeah. two or three items. Yeah. And uh, I think it'd be fun. I mean, then you're going to make your own hours. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be here this that day. I'm not going to be here cool. this day. Yeah. We can yeah. travel. This two weeks off. Right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go down to California. So Caden can golf or, you know what I mean, yeah. whatever it is. So, um, Do a road trip slash yeah. business trip. Right, right. <laughs> so I think that's that might be something that... Yeah. Do you have can... a name for it yet? No. No, not really yet. Cool. That's, not a great, yet. that's a great idea. Yeah, also. yeah. Totally see you guys doing and that. And you guys yeah. always have, every time I'm watching your stories, like it looks like your food is like, dang. Yeah. Well, happy to get creative. Happy to get creative because it's fun. It's healthy. definitely it's fun. I've I've yeah. enjoyed it more since I started. Except my but. my Sunday cheat days are are rough. My favorite. <laughs> no, they're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't have them right now, obviously. But, oh, I'm so I started screenshotting your things because I'm like I have to try some of these. Yeah. Yes, that's actually that is a good list to have because I'm not a huge pizza man but sometimes i'm in the market for a frozen pizza and yep. uh, i want to get the best love yeah so i think we're gonna do real pizza places now after because now Don't everything's be opening back up yeah because we did frozen since quarantine or whatever yeah. but um now everything's back, open back up so i think we're gonna go all over washington yeah. and do cool. like pizza yeah. places and stuff big so. pizza i pe- i worked at uh pop murphy's for two years and then yeah. like mod pizza for like six months Slicey Sammy. Slicey Sammy. I love it. I actually love Mod. It's Mod's so great. I love Mod. Yeah, I'm like, incredible. anyone who disses Mod, I'm like, yeah. you're, 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 doing you're wrong. You're not right. modding it, right? <laughs> no, so you, no. You literally build your own pizza. What yeah. can you be mad about? I know. It's your fault. The crust is thin and chewy and yeah. crispy. It's, it's great. It's, I haven't, uh, the only thing I've heard negative about Mod is like, the Mod in Boise 
has terrible customer service. It's like the worst experience ever. And yeah. I ripped him apart on Yelp. That was an isolated, that's an isolated, not incident, but an isolated mod. Right. And that's what I keep telling everyone in Boise. I'm like, I promise, like, it's not like. (laughs) It really isn't. Mods, like, super nice. All the people are usually always really nice. So I'm like, this is so fucked up. (laughs) And so I try to tell everyone. But we still go there all the time yeah. in Boise. Yeah. So good. You ran into a girl who left. Yeah, so I yelped a comment and then the girl messaged me and she was like, I worked at a Yelp or a mod in California and they mm-hmm. hired me to open this store up here, like to be one of the people in opening Boise, it. And she about. was like, That is the worst experience of my life. I came <laughs> home crying every single day. It was terrible. And so I'm like, I'm glad I'm not like the only right. person that's like, This isn't the option. It was pretty bad. One of the yeah. guys working behind the counter had loser tattooed on his arm. Oh, like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah, lot thanks for, for having me. This is so fun. awesome. Oh, one thing. I listened to one of your guys' podcasts, yeah. and you you all listed your favorite UFC fighters, and you guys did it. No! Oh, my God! No! It became such a, like, it's like such a thing. For, for I'm just kidding. I'm no. just kidding. Well, obviously, but I was laughing. I was like, I have to give him a bad time. You're our number one. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I, I like, seriously... I was like just as nervous watching your first UFC fight as I was watching any of Brandon's fights. Yeah. Like I was pacing in my living room. I was like calling Brandon, like, "Are you watching?" Of like, course, <laughs> it's the only fight that went the whole time too. So yeah, just, like, yeah was I was out. like shaking. I'm like, yeah. I'm so nervous for me. I had to go to work afterwards. <laughs> I was so nervous. Yeah. But um, yes, well, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on here. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you want to? Give your plug, your Instagram, yeah. and whatever. Oh, yeah. You can follow me at Miranda Granger on Instagram, at Grangerous MMA on Twitter, and then on Facebook, my fan page is just Miranda Danger Granger. So. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Dangerous times. Right. Dangerous times. <laughs> Dangerous times. That's right. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you next time. Over and out. All right. I think that it went. Just hit the record button again. Is that how you stop it? Mm, Probably the stop button. Right pause now. button. Ooh. So hit record again. Uh, pause. Because I'm okay. a girl. Okay. It's a guy. Fighting out of the right corner, a mixed martial artist. She stands five feet seven inches tall and weighs in at 150 pounds. Fuck. Alright, so we go over to Yeah, numbers are all in there. Alright. Fighting out of the red corner, a mixed martial artist. She stands five feet and seven inches tall and weighed in at 155 pounds. Restart. No, that was good. She didn't weigh in at 155 pounds. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 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 <laughs>